We do welcome you here on Mother's Day. Thank you for coming to worship with us this morning as we give praise to the Savior and as we give thanks to the Lord for those wonderful folks we call Mom. We're thankful for each and every one of you that gives your time and energies and, and efforts in raising us and feeding us and showing us the love of Christ. And I know you join me this morning in giving thanks for your mom and uh, for giving thanks to the Lord for all the blessings that she is to you. Hope you've told your mom you love her this morning. <laughs> now, a lot of us, well, our moms have gone on to glory to be with the Lord. But those of us who still have our moms here, we, we, we want to say, Mom, thank you. We appreciate you. We love you. I, I, I remember the day that, that Marcia told me that she loved me. I remember it because it was three months later after I told her I loved her. That's a fair amount of time to wait for a response. Sort of like ordering a pizza on May 25th and the order arrives on August 25th. I might be a little perturbed, but, you know, I'd still eat the pizza. But Marcia knows me well, and I know her. Uh, she knew I would wait until she was ready to profess her love for me or... Or tell me to take a hike, whichever the case was. I knew good things come to those who wait. In John 21, Jesus asks Peter an important question. A question that wasn't just important for Peter, it's actually important for every single person that's here today, every person watching online. It's important for all of us to hear and answer this question from the Lord. Do you love me? Or maybe to the point of this passage where we're going to read this morning in John chapter 21, the question might be, how much do you love Jesus? From this passage, we learn the importance of what the Bible says. Way back in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5, where the Scripture tells us to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Jesus asked Peter a, a pointed question, a question that we need to answer this morning. Do you love Jesus more than these? Last week we heard the events surrounding this conversation between Jesus and Peter. The disciples had, had seen Jesus risen from the dead. They had celebrated and then they went. Fishing. <laughs> Bible doesn't record why they decided this was a good time for a trip to the lake, but it's not too hard to figure out. We, we read last week, you know, we put yourself in the disciples' place. They, they'd seen Jesus risen from the dead. Now, what did that mean? <laughs> not theologically. Uh, Thomas had answered the question theologically what it meant when he saw the risen Lord and he declared, my Lord and my God. We looked at that passage a few weeks back. The disciples got the theology of the situation. Nor was it a question about emotion. The disciples had gone from hiding in an upper room, fearing for their lives, to climbing in a boat openly and going to fish. Emotionally, they were in a pretty good place. The question now is practical. 
Knowing that Jesus was risen, what do they do now? The Passover was over. Everybody else had left Jerusalem, gone back to their regular lives. And so that's what the disciples did for Peter and Andrew and James and John. Everyday life was fishing. So that's what they did. They went fishing. And then it happened again. We saw this last week. They they saw Jesus. We looked at this wonderful passage about this miraculous catch of, of fish and recognizing that Jesus was the one who was there speaking to them and the reality sinks in because Jesus was alive, their lives would never be the same again. Now, it's in the midst of all of that that Jesus singles out Peter for a very significant conversation and and not just for Peter, but for us too. The conversation is recorded here beginning in John chapter 21, verse 15. There the Bible tells us, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Now that same question and the same answer with with slight variations happened three times here in the 21st chapter of John. Jesus asking Peter, do you love me? And then Peter responding with this emphatic statement, of course I love you. One question It's exactly what did Jesus mean when he adds that phrase to the end of that question. Do you love me more than these? Now, there's at least a couple of possibilities for what Jesus might have meant. He might have been asking Peter, Peter, do you love me more than these other disciples? Remember, there were other disciples that were gathered that day that had been in the boat with Peter that now were there gathered around the campfire with Jesus eating the fish that he prepared for them. So, so maybe Peter was, or Jesus was asking Peter, hey, hey, Peter, do you love me more than these other guys? But given the, the context of the passage, that's probably not what Jesus was referring to. He wasn't trying to say, Peter, are you better than these other guys? No. Peter and all the others, After having seen the resurrected Savior, they all climbed back into their boat and went fishing. And there's nothing wrong with fishing. But was this all that Peter thought Jesus had been preparing them to do these last three years? Because that's the other possibility here. Instead of referring to, do you love me more than these other disciples? Jesus may have been pointing toward the boats and the nets. Hey, Peter, you love me more than these. It's sort of like going to medical school for eight years and then deciding to become a plumber. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a plumber. It's a noble profession. And, and hey, plumbers make really good money. Uh, there's some plumbers that make more than doctors. But that's not what you go to medical school to learn how to do. You don't go to med school to learn how to unclog a toilet. You go to medical school to learn how to save a life. And that's where Jesus' question not only hit Peter, but it hits you and me this morning. 
I suspect, don't know for sure, but I suspect that most of us here this morning would say, well, of course I love Jesus. That's why I'm here this morning. I came to church. Sure, I love Jesus. We've just sung about loving Jesus. So I'm assuming you meant what you're saying. But but there's a, a deeper issue here that we need to think about this morning. We love Jesus, but do we love Jesus more than these? And the question for us this morning is to ask, what are the these for you? Do you love Jesus more than you love your job? More than you love your career? More than you love your profession? Do you love Jesus more than that that most treasured possession that you have? That bass boat, that new car, that house? Or what is there in your life that's significant to you? Now, this is where it gets a little tough, especially on, on Mother's Day, as we think about how we love our moms, how we love our families. Jesus asks a very difficult question here. Do you love me more than these? More than family, more than friends? Now, there's something we need to understand here. If we don't love Jesus more, even than our family. The reality is we don't really love our family either. Because if you love Jesus first and foremost in your life, you will desperately love your family. You will love your spouse. You will love your kids. You will love your mom and dad. You will love those who are close to you more than you can even imagine when you love Jesus. First and foremost, you're going to love the people close to you with a love that goes beyond just human love. You're going to love them with a love that mirrors God's love for them. So, so, so Jesus here is not asking Peter, hey, hey, Peter, you know, give up your fishing. You don't need to do that anymore. He's not saying, Peter, hey, give up your family. You don't need to, to worry about them anymore. You just need to worry about me. No, that's not what Jesus is saying at all. Uh, Jesus is pointing out something to him that we need to understand When we love Jesus first and foremost, we will love those things that are important in our life. More even than life itself. But the question still remains, do you love Jesus more than these? Or or the more familiar way that we put it, the way that we even say it, we sing about it, we we speak it in, in church situations when we say Jesus is Lord of my life. What does that mean? Well, it means you love Jesus more than these. And there's a simple way to tell. Jesus gives this test to Peter. It's a test you can give yourself this morning. Are you feeding his sheep? Three times Jesus asked Peter if he loves him. And three times Peter says, of course I love you. Three times then Jesus tells him what to do. If you love me, feed my sheep. 
Now, Jesus states this very significant truth in three slightly different ways. In verse 15, he says, feed my lambs. In verse 16, he says, take care of my sheep. And then in verse 17, he says, feed my sheep. The differences between those three different statements are very subtle, but very important. In the first statement, Jesus says, feed my lambs. Now, on Mother's Day, we get that one. We're thinking about that today. We're thinking about how our moms cradled us when we were little, diapered us when we needed changing, fed us when we were hungry, took us to school, took us to ball practice. We're, we're thinking about all those ways that our mamas took care of their little lamb. We understand what, what Jesus is saying here. As believers, we have those little lambs in our lives, too. Those new Christians that either we had the privilege of, of leading them to the Lord ourselves, or, or we have the, the wonderful responsibility of them being a part of our life as they come to know the Lord. And, and in those instances, those folks need somebody to, to feed them. They're, they're like a little baby, spiritually. They need somebody to help them know how to read the Bible, to help them know how to go to church, to help them know how to pray, to help them know how to do the things that that believers do to grow in the Lord. And and they need somebody to do that. And God put you in their life to be that somebody, to feed his lambs. Second statement that Jesus makes is says, take care of my sheep. Because a shepherd does not only feed his sheep. Now, that's an important part. He does that. But there's much more involved in being a shepherd. You guide them. You watch over them. You take care of them. You make sure they're in the right place at night. You make sure they have a place to go during the day that's safe and sound. You watch out for the wolves and the other enemies that might come in to harm them. You watch out for the thieves that might come in to steal them. There's a lot involved in being a shepherd. We must never, as believers, discount our responsibility to take care of each other, to watch out for each other, to be there in those times when each of us face difficulty, to pray with each other, to reach out to one another in those times of hardship, to say, hey, you're not alone. That's one of the great things about church. We're not alone. We're not in this Fighting this battle all by ourselves, there is a whole company of believers with us. We all need to take care of the Savior's sheep. But then Jesus' third statement to Peter is to feed my sheep. Lambs need food, but sheep do also. As believers, We should never stop growing in our relationship with the Lord. Until that day we step into glory, and I believe that we'll grow even after we step into glory. But until that day when we stand before the Lord in heaven, we should be seeking to grow to be more like Jesus every day. And to do that, we need to help equip each other. Some of us have the gift of teaching that we can use to teach one another. But it's not just teachers' responsibility to help people grow. 
as believers, we should all be helping each other to grow. We should be there cheering each other along. When you see someone doing something for the Savior, you should be. You remember how good it felt when, when you, you, know, you cleaned your room and your mom came in and said, Boy, that looks good. Thanks for doing that. That felt good. <laughs> didn't happen very often in my life because I didn't clean my room that often, but it felt good. When you see a fellow believer doing something, you're saying, tell them about it. Say, hey, I appreciate how, how you were there for, for that family when they lost a loved one. Thank you for taking that casserole over to him. Thank you for praying for him. Thank you for sending that card. I appreciate that. That's really, really good. Thank you for doing that. We need to be each other's biggest cheerleaders. And so often we are not that. So often we're out in the hallways or back in our cars just, why do you do that? Did you see that guy do that? You know, we're always talking about each other behind our back. And then sometimes that behind the back gets in front of the face. <laughs> Now, we all need somebody to step in and tell us when we're doing wrong sometimes, too. We, 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 that's part of feeding, too. We all had to eat our spinach and our liver. Well, I didn't eat the liver, but I did eat some of the spinach. You know, there's, there's some of that in life. But there ought to be a whole lot more of that, those hugs and pats on the back. Yeah, there's some correction that we need in life, but, boy, we need a lot more attaboys. We need to be there encouraging one another. Because when you're encouraged in the Lord, you know what it does? It makes you want to do it more. When all you hear is the negative, it makes you not want to try at all. But when you hear that encouragement, it's like your mama telling you, good job. Way to go. I'm proud of you, son. I'm proud of you, daughter. We need to be encouraging one another in the Lord. Because we all, as sheep, need to be fed. Now remember, not too long before this particular conversation happened, Peter had had another series of conversations. Three times. He'd had an opportunity to stand up strong for the Lord, and he failed, all three of them. In that horrible circumstance, as Jesus was being tried before a, a horrible false court, Peter could have stood up and said, stop this instead. He stood up and said, I don't know the man. I don't know him. Three times he denied the Lord. So now, Jesus gives Peter three opportunities to say, yes, Lord, I love you, even more than these. My first real paying job was as a busboy in a restaurant. I've told some of you that. My first day on the job, I went through the all-important job training session. Lasted all of five minutes, and my training consisted of my boss saying, follow this guy around, do whatever he does. <laughs> that was my training. So that's what I did. I followed another busboy around who'd been there for a couple of years, and I just did what he did. When he picked up plates, I picked up plates. When he folded napkins, I folded napkins. When he cleaned up food off the floor, I cleaned up food off the floor. Actually, it didn't quite work that way. 
He told me to clean up the food off the floor. (laughs) I quickly learned the advantage of seniority in the workplace. Well, at the end of the night, though, I had a pretty good idea of what a busboy does. You clean up stuff. And so for the rest of the summer, I became an expert at cleaning up tables, at folding napkins, and at getting somebody else to clean the food off the floor. As believers, we need to be experts at what believers do. Jesus' repetition of this question for Peter, it shows what is significance because because it all boils down to this. Do you love Jesus? If you love Jesus, you're going to tell people about Him. If you love Jesus, you're going to care for new believers. If you love Jesus, you're going to encourage your fellow believers. What Jesus is looking for is for those who will love Him more than these. Whatever the these is. For you will be the people who are described in Paul's letter, 1 Corinthians, there in that beautiful love chapter, chapter 13, who understand that the greatest of these is love. So, so think about the question this morning. How much do you love Jesus? Do you love Him more than these? Then feed His sheep. Heavenly Father, thank You this day that we have an opportunity to say thank You to our moms. So many of us could give testimony to how our moms are the ones that pointed us toward You. And so we give You Thanks for them. And for many of us, our first lessons in how to serve Jesus were were right there at our mom's knee as we watched her serve you. Thank you for that, Heavenly Father. Some of us may not have had that experience in our life, but but Lord, we, we have other examples in our life. Trusted friends fellow believers, the beautiful examples given to us in Scripture and the perfect example to us given when you walked in this earth. So, Lord, help us to follow that example. Help us to love you more than these. And that doesn't mean that we don't love the these because we have some important things in our life. Our careers are important. Our homes are important. And certainly our families are important. But Lord, what we need to understand is to truly love those things well, to truly love our families as we should love them, we need to love you first and foremost. In fact, until we do that, we will never be able to love them in the right way. So Lord, help us this morning as we celebrate the love of our moms. Help us today. 
to love you more than these. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Just a moment, we're going to have a time of invitation together. It's an opportunity for you to respond to what God's doing in your life this morning. Maybe you're here and for the very first time you've come to understand your need for the Savior. And I want you to know something today. Jesus loves you more than you can possibly understand. More than you can possibly recognize. More than I can possibly explain. He loves you with with an everlasting love. He loves you with a love that, that only a creator could have for his creation. He loves you enough that he died on a cross for you. And maybe this morning, as we've celebrated the loves of our moms, maybe today you've realized an even greater love than that. And you say, you know, if Jesus loves me that much, then i got to respond to that. What do I do? Well, we want to help you this morning. There's, there's a simple way to respond to it, and it's so amazing in the Bible. What the, what the Scripture says, the way we respond to the love of God is to receive it. Isn't that amazing? You know, there's some religions where you've got to work for it. You've got to do this and this and this and this and follow these rules and do all of these actions. And then maybe, then maybe, maybe, maybe God will love you. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says God just loves you. Just like you are. Right where you are. Wherever you are. God just loves you. And all you have to do is receive that love by faith. To admit, hey, that's the kind of love that I need. I've messed up my life. I can't do all of those lists. I can't do all of those things. I keep falling flat on my face. I need Jesus. And we want to show you that Jesus is right there to receive you. Now, ordinarily what we would do, we'd invite you to come here to the front. We'd sit down with you and show you in the Scripture just how much Jesus loves you. Enough to die for your sin. To pay the penalty for everything that you have ever done in your life that was against his command. And then to rise again to prove to you that he has everlasting eternal life for you. And simply by faith, you just receive that. We, we, we normally would sit down and show you with all that because of the virus. We can't do that personally the way we normally would. But we do have a way that we can do that. Uh, there in the pew racks before you, there's a little white card. It's called a con, uh, uh, I can't think of the name of it now, but you'll, you'll see it there. <laughs> Connection card. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Just pull that out. It's got a place where you can give us some contact information. And then it's got some options for things that are going on in your life. There's one of them that says, I want to follow Jesus. Just check that box. And, and put it in, in one of the baskets as you leave. You'll see some baskets right there at the doors. Just drop that in the basket. And, and we'll contact you this week to let you know how much. The Bible says Jesus loves you and how you can receive that love into your life, that forgiveness, that everlasting life that only the risen Savior can give you. Maybe there's some other way that God's working in your life this morning. Maybe you're looking for a church home and you know the Lord, you, you, you've placed your life in Jesus' hands, you've received his great love, but you, you know you need to be with some other believers. You know you need to be connected to a local congregation, and we would love for you to be a part of what God's doing here at National Heights. There's another box you can check that says, I want to know more about being a part of National Heights. Check that box, drop it in the basket. 
We'll get that information to you. There's some other decision options there. As well as on the back, there's a place where you can write down a prayer request. Something going on in your life that you would appreciate some other believers praying for. We would be honored to pray with you this week. So just write down your prayer request. Again, just drop it there in the basket. If you're watching us online, there's a digital form of that very same card. It's uh, there on our website, nationalheights.org. The exact address is at nationalheights.org. Hello. But you can find that link. If you're watching us on Facebook, it's right there on your Facebook feed. If you're watching us on our website, it's just below where the video appears. Just follow that link. You'll see that same connection card. You can give us some contact information, indicate the decision or the prayer that you have, and we'll be in touch with you this week. But we invite you this morning, whatever way God is dealing in your life today, to listen to Him, responding to His call in your life today as we sing together.